Do you, you want to bet? I, I no, bet? no. For the love I feel of like God. That's a really good way of describing siblings. Can you close the door? Never mind. I'll do it myself. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So, session four. Session four. <laughs> uh, hello, all you people on the internet. The five people that listen to this. And welcome back to Temple of Sorrows. I am your DM and host. <laughs> I'm your DM and host Aramon, and today we'll be playing more D and D. But first, uh, our recap. So last session, a lot happened. Our intrepid band of chuckle fucks got on a boat, mm -hmm. a flying yeah. boat, and they flew all the way from Waylaid to Stronghold, and they fought some birds. That was fun, especially the part where uh, Lucifer got kicked down the stairs twice. Uh, once they were there, they went first to the Adventurers Guild guild where uh, lucifer missed the fact that he missed the lucifer the get lucifer lay dlc even though it was limited edition and dogma found his type of people yeah, i can't i can't hear him it's all right oh, where was uh, i all right guys play any type of music that would get us copyright strike do not <laughs> uh lucifer got dressed up and then they went to his house Lucifer had some conversation with his dear old dad and terminally ill brother, but his father was a mite concerned about him and the sword. Then deep in the night, Lucy's mom came in and brought him to a cult ritual where he was crowned the heir to hell. Uh, we got a brief mage battle between Lucifer's mom and Krukagith. Krukagith got angry, Lucifer doused his cigarette in his drink, and Lucifer still don't know what the fuck is going on. And then we ended up. We, we, just, we ended it. Magic. Uh, so, Please. you all wake up. It's the morning in Stronghold. There are crows in the sky flying out towards the northern wastes and the vast amount of death that inhabits that realm. There are the sounds of a city waking up. Uh, and Lucifer, there is a Quiet knock on your door. I'm gonna sit up in my in my uh, in childhood bed and I will caress the not not caress rub the bridge of my nose and I'll get up and walk over to the door and open it. Uh, outside the door is a servant that's been with your family since before you were born. He is an elf. He he looks old even for an elf, which is saying something. Uh, he bows to you. He says, "Oh, Master Lucifer, you have received a summons to uh, from your well, Lord Commander Thorn to uh, appear in dressed uniform at a military funeral. He's going to give you an envelope sealed with the uh, well, the seal of the New Lodian Guard, and you would know that." Lord Commander Thorne, you used to know him as only Captain Thorne. He was the leader of your patrol squad. Who died? Well, the campaign against the armies has been going well as far as pushing them further back into the wastes, but the death toll is always extreme. The funeral's at midday. He will bow again and then walk off down the hall. I'm gonna go over to like a desk that I have in my room, and I'm gonna put the card down, get dressed, I guess. Okay. So that so after Lucifer wakes up, 
Um, Crooked, you're the next one to wake up. Crooked is... She wakes up, she looks around, remembers that she's in this place. And sighs, gets up, and like, gets in the full habit uh, that she wears. Uh, gets out, knocks on those first bars. Uh Actually, as you exit, as exit your room, there is a invitation to the funeral beneath, well, of summons, really, to the funeral that has been slid underneath your door as well. He just grabs the card, just looks at it, and just kind of sits on the bed in thought for a little while. Uh, I'm gonna be doing this. So this next person. All right, Dogma. You, I believe, last session you walked out of the house, and that was the last thing we heard about you. Yeah, I went to to find uh, what was his name, Jake. Jake. So yeah. Jake and his party aren't actually leaving for a bit. Hold on. I'll just say I told. I'll just say I told him about my encounter and seeing the thing. Okay. And then, I, and then I came back to the house and slept. Yeah. All right. So you wake up. Uh, there is there's an invitation to slip beneath your door as well. But is there anything else that you'd like to do? Hmm. Well, first I want to see uh, if there's any fancy stuff that I could just take in the room. All right, so there's a very fancy uh, candle holder. Oh, can I fit that in my bag? There is a fountain pen. I could definitely fit that in my pocket. There is a solid gold paperweight that with a crest with the crest of the family that is carved out of a diamond. That'll risk too many suspicions. All right. <laughs> uh, there's, a <laughs> there's a mahogany desk. Just the whole desk. <laughs> and an ivory book weight. Mm. Second thought, I'm just not gonna take anything. Alright. Is <laughs> Alright, uh is that all is that all? I'm gonna open up the uh, the letter. Alright. So I don't think you can read. Can you read? I, I, I have a plus one to intelligence. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, make I me people, an I investigation check. All right. Let me uh, let me open that up. I'm just, I'll open this one on my computer so I can actually roll the dice in chat. So that's a plus one. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Box. Natural one. Shut the fuck. <laughs> I wanted to roll a natural one so bad. <laughs> Six? Alright, so you look at this letter. Your brows furrow. Drops of sweat start beating on your forehead. Because as far as you can tell, this is a letter from the Church of Asgaroth telling you to kill Lucifer's father. <laughs> I think I need something to read this for. I, I don't know. <laughs> Would you like to, to look around for someone? 
I'm gonna go to Lucifer's room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> gonna knock on the door just very loudly. There Lucy! is a, There is a crash as um he falls to the ground because he was getting his pants on and she surprised him. Yeah. And, uh, he will walk over to the door mm -hmm. with his pants on now and uh, open it. What? Son, I say, son, I think this is telling me to kill your father, but I don't know. I can't reach it though. <laughs> I'll read the letter. The letter is exactly the same as the one you got, but addressed to Dogma. You need to take some medicine. This is a letter to go to a funeral. Uh, oh. Oh, not create a funeral, you dumb fuck. Don't tell him what to do! Cade's voice well, is in uh, the back of Z's head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little man running around my skull. I'm gonna give him back the letter while eyeing him suspiciously and close the door slowly. I don't mean no evil. I, I, uh, uh, ill will. I just can't read. Uh-huh. Invitation to death. <laughs> <laughs> Invitation to death infernum. He's like, oh yes, I must kill his father. Uh Cade. You wake up. Yes. There is a similar letter that's been slid beneath your door. Uh he'll go he'll just go open it. It's it's an invitation to a military funeral. Same thing. Uh, he'll get dressed uh, in his best, the same clothes he wears every day, and he's just gonna, he's just gonna walk out of his room already smoking a cigarette. A couple of the servants look at you distastefully, and one of them is following you with a dustpan and a sweeper, just waiting for ashes to drop. <laughs> As he's just kind of walking down the hallway, he's taking drags, and he just blows out the smoke. You know I do have more manners than that, right? The servant eyes you suspiciously, and then just shakes their head slowly. No one's perfect. As he just goes back, and he's gonna- The servant shrugs. Uh, walk back over to- He's gonna walk back over to the, um... He's gonna walk over to Lucifer's room. Okay. And he, uh, do I see Dogma there, or is this already after Dogma left? Dogma's walking back from the room. Huh. See, uh, he's gonna go, or he's gonna go knock on Lucifer's, on Lucifer's door. Motherfucker! Did you hear that? Uh, slightly through the door, a little bit muffled. Um, I open it, angry, uh, a little bit um, irritated. What? You know, mother. I'm not a motherfucker. You might want to talk to Croker Jeff. He was <laughs> words over to your mom last night. Um, you know what this is? As he's gonna hold up the letter. <laughs> I swear, you people can't read. It's a summons to a <laughs> fucking funeral. Yeah, but why do we have to go? Don't know. Do you know the person? It's multiple people, I'm guessing. Or do you know the people? Do you know? 
No, we're not. Lucy seems a little on edge today. Yeah. Why are you being so aggressive? Are you, are, you, are you sure these aren't just feelings of the people that were lost that are coming out now? I'm gonna close the door. Just has a slight smirk. <laughs> I, I slam the door in your face. <laughs> all right. So is is that Hurry all up. we? I'm gonna go and go ahead. And, uh, polish my uh, like uh, military uh, like attire, the, the armor that I wear. I'm yeah. Gonna go like clean it up and polish it and shit. All right. So. Uh, okay, what were you going to do? Uh, he's gonna after having the door slammed in his face, he's gonna turn to the servant who's been following him. He'd be like, "See, that's those are bad manners." All right, so he's just gonna take a drag and keep keep walking down to I guess probably the living room. Would we like to skip ahead to you all arriving to the funeral or? Dude. I'm not. I'm not. A, uh, I kind of want to. No, never mind. Marilla. Uh, yeah, let's go back. All right. So we jump ahead a few hours to you all arriving to a really big courtyard. Now, the thing about Stronghold is that. You know, it's it's a military city. It's where the majority of the military of New Lodia lives. There are no graveyards in Stronghold. Because so many people die that there's just not enough space to bury them inside the city. So what they do instead is they burn the dead and let the ashes fly away. So, you enter this courtyard. Uh, Lucifer, you are greeted by the old captain and the only surviving member besides yourself of your original squad Thorn Lord Captain Thorn now Lucifer so he walks up to you shakes your hand Hi Thorn I'm glad you could make it I'm just glad that I'm still here to see it mm. Indeed well, the rest of the squad's in there. He motions out over the 500 or so coffins arranged in a grid across the courtyard. Well, looks over his shoulder, there's a person beckoning him from a podium. I have to go give a speech, but I'll be back. So he, go, he walks off, vanishes into the crowd. Reappears on the podium, um, clasps his hands behind his back, stands almost at a salute, and he begins to speak. We gather here today to honor the lives of those fallen. They fell as soldiers do, fighting for their cause, and thank the gods above it was a righteous one. They fell not only for the cause of New Lodia, but for their own causes as well. They fell for their families. They fought for their country and for the furthering of life on this planet. They fell fighting against an enemy that never tires 
never sleeps, never weakens, and they endured. We are but human, fighting an inhuman enemy. We are but mortals fighting those from beyond the grave. We are but soldiers, not demons or monsters, soldiers. And despite that, they chose to go out and fight the armies. To fight and push back against that sea of death and rot that stood against them. To stand against an investure of death, a mockery of Sersharad. They fought, and they fell. And they will be missed. For although some of you did not know those who have fallen here, others have lost a friend, a brother, a son, a father, a fellow soldier. They've lost someone dear to them, someone that could never be replaced. And even though we will see them again when we ourselves pass, the time spent away from them sometimes becomes too much to bear. Know this all you grieving, I know your pain. I have lost many a brother in arms to monster and daemon alike, and someday I shall join them in the afterlife. But until then, I will fight. I will live on because they cannot. I will finish what they started, and I will avenge their death by my own hands. He bows his head and steps to the side, and a priest of Sher Sherad steps forward. So the, the priest of Sher Sherad, clad in these the gray and black vestments of his church, raises his hands over the assembled coffins and then speaks. I invite any fellow acolytes of any god present to, to join us in the prayer of reposition. He pauses for a moment, bows his head, his arms still raised, and he begins to speak. Sesharad, father of sorrows, final breath of justice, and elder god of death, we invoke your name. We call upon you to take up the faithful into your arms and lay your gentle scythe upon their souls to bring them to judgment. He steps back, and then a priest of Vaksh steps forwards. His heavy scarlet robe shifts softly as he walks. The metal chains and symbols he wears clink and chime softly. He raises his arm and brushes his thumb across his forehead in a symbol of prayer. Vaksh, elder god of war, owner of those fallen in battle, and father of vengeance, we invoke your name. We call upon you to accompany these souls to the throne of Arilla and aid them in judgment, naming them as valiant and true warriors, fighting not for mindless bloodshed, but for the preservation of life in this world. A priestess of Arilla steps forward, her alabaster white robes concealing everything but her hands, which she raises up to the sky as if beseeching it. Arilla, Elder Gask, Elder Eternal Grasp of Comfort, Elder Goddess of the Afterlife and Mother of Bliss, we invoke your name. We call upon you to judge these men as they are, as they were, by what they have done and what they have suffered here. We pray you judge them fairly, but compassionately, for we are but mortals, and these men have suffered the pains of hell and death here in this world already. already. And one by one, all of the other priests of the Elder Gods come forwards in their different garbs, invoking their gods in different ways. And one by one, they disperse, and a slow farewell is sounded. And then one by one, the coffins are lit on fire. A company of guards holds a salute, bidding their companions farewell one last time. And so there you all are, standing before 500 or more coffins burning, the flag of New Lodia moving gently, stirred by the wind. Yeah. 
I have a feeling that I should be doing the salute too. Yeah, you probably should. You should probably salute. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be saluting. Alright. Darkmus is gonna, like, you know, pat him on the back, like, as gently as he can. Burning them. So, are y'all just gonna wait until the coffins stop burning? Uh. Ceremony's over. Yeah, ceremony, yeah ceremony's over. It, the, the. At least the prayer of the ceremony is over. The ceremony doesn't actually finish till the last coffin goes out. Which, they're, they've been doused in oil, so they burn pretty quickly. Hmm. Mm. I feel like uh, Lucifer would stay, just keep saluting. There are a couple that do that, and I'd say two, three hours maybe after the ceremony is just completely ended, there are still maybe 15 or so soldiers that are still just there saluting the dead. And they, they kind of disperse as well. Thorn approaches you, still looking rather solemn. I hate to do this right after a funeral, but we have a situation, and I was wondering if you could help us with it. What is it? Apparently, and I can't even believe this, he takes he takes a, a note out of his pocket and looks at it, just like he's judging it. A house appeared on an empty lot, not too far away from here. And the magically sensitive have claimed that the fabric of the universe is shifting around it. That doesn't seem very That's good. Out of nowhere. Out of out of nowhere. Quite literally. Out of literally of nowhere. Eyewitness reports say it literally fell from the sky from about two hundred feet up. And it's still intact. It, yes. Is. We are unable to enter it. Uh, the god has tried. Maybe you might. I don't know. I don't I know try, what. But All right. I have something that I want to ask you. All right. Do you know why the armies of terror are being so aggressive? I do not. We've received some correspondence from. Uh, well, can talk, though, that might shine a bit of light on it. Recently, monasteries of... They might not even be related, but monasteries of uh, Taran, Elder God of Peace, have been attacked, which doesn't happen. Even the armies of Terra usually just leave those intact because the monks will not do anything. They cannot. It is their... I don't know. But someone's burning them to the ground and putting out their forges. There have also been sightings of strange creatures outside the walls. Apparently one got over the wall. Duke Goldwater isn't happy about that. Ah, I couldn't tell you. It may be in retaliation. After all, our armies have been pushing them back and maybe this is their counterattack. 
but after so long of staying dormant or not putting out so many forces, why would they do it now? I do not know. Me and my friends will try to figure out what's going on with that house. Alright. I have an I have an inkling of some idea. Would you would you like to all go to the house, follow uh Thorn Ether here? Yep. Alright, so you all go to this house. It looks like an average house. Wood, stone, a couple glass. The there, there's there seems to be an invisible wall that the guard cannot pass through. Would you like to try and go through it? Yeah. You walk through it perfectly fine. Would any of the rest of you like to try and go through it? Yeah, I'm gonna try. Z, it's a bit difficult for you, but you manage to get through it. Krukagith walks through it with no resistance. Kate is gets stuck halfway through, but then is pushed through. So you you all get through it. Would you, would you like to enter this house? Nothing's scared of how good I am. He's trying to keep me out. Would you like to enter the house? Kate's yeah. um, gonna yeah. draw his guns. Like, I'm gonna, just to have him at the ready. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn the knob of the door. Alright. With my, with my hand to my sword. So, you turn the knob of the door, and the door rips itself off of its hinges and opens up. I don't think that's normal. And you hear a voice from inside the house. Don't just stand at the door. Come on in. Okay. Oh, no, this is not normal at all. I'll walk inside slowly. So you all enter, and the door that previously ripped itself off of its hinges slams itself back into place, and all the screws screw themselves back in. What the fuck? Yes? Just real quick, how big is this house? It's about the size of an average house. Which is? It looks like it might have a living space, a kitchen, and two bedrooms. And then maybe okay. an, an upper floor that serves as an attic or extra living space. I'm use Eyes of the Grave. Okay. Uh, are there any undead within 60 feet of me? There are no undead. But something is a bit off. Can I roll perception? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna do the same. Yeah. Roll me some. Roll. Roll yeah, all, all of you give me a perception. Wow, that's really bad. Seven, nineteen. Red cloud's still loading. Oh, I only have a plus two. Uh, nineteen. All right, two nineteens. I got it. I'll roll on the bot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, just roll on the bot. But I got these sick ass new dice. Uh, um, that was a lot worse than right. my natural. So, <laughs> Cade, uh, this is a house. Uh, Z, it, it's definitely a house. It's a house made of made of stuff. Yep. Uh, get and Tibetan, you realize after scrupulously inspecting the wood on the floor that the wood has no grain and it is almost perfect. This is not normal. 
which the of uh, the voice a voice calls from a doorway which you can assume leads into the living space come on in this might be losing be careful then you you hear two more voices kind of bickering inside alongside the voice that's been yelling at you would you like to enter mm-hmm Dog is gonna enter, yeah. Alright, so you enter the room. Uh, what you see is a singular recliner, kind of, in the center of the room, with an absolutely ancient man on it. Yes, uh, real quick, uh, Yeah. This room has a door, right? Yeah, it has a door, and it has a window. I want to just, like, open the door and lean against it so it can't close. Okay, yeah. So you see an absolutely ancient man in a recliner. You have no idea how old he is, but he lo- he definitely looks like he shouldn't still be alive. Uh, he's he? he he's a human. Wow. There are there's a person on each side of him. There is a very large and well muscled uh, male human male on one side of him, who has his arms crossed and is kind of shaking his head. And then there is a smaller, uh, really dark headed, another human male, who is. He, who seems exasperated. Whenever you enter, he just kind of pinches the bridge of his nose and he says, I'm so sorry about this. This is all his schizophrenia. It should end soon. Insight. Insight? All right. Why am I getting major deja vu from this? I don't know why. <laughs> you were at zero force, were you? Oh, wait, yeah, that's, that was, that's probably 21? why I'm getting... Yep. I think I was told about this. <laughs> So, um, based on that, you're 21 in insight. The dude that was speaking is being completely honest. And as far as you know, this is all a physical manifestation of an old man's schizophrenia. Wait a second. Wait a fucking second. So the, the old man, <laughs> the old man slaps the dark headed human on the back of the head. And he says, Hunter. Be quiet! This ain't no schizophrenia! This is real life! Um, the, the, uh, human on the other side of him nods, and he says, Yeah, Hunter, it's real life. Hunter turns, and he points at the large, well-muscled human. He says, Ryu, stay out of it. Stay out of it, Ryu. <laughs> Ryu just kind of holds up his hands. He's like, no, alright. The old man... <laughs> The old man, like, digs behind himself, pulls out an envelope, opens it, dumps the contents into his hand. It's all ethnic, and he just inhales, like, a solid gram of ethnic. He's like, ah! I feel alive! Can I get some of that? He looks at you. Uh... No! What? Uh, Dogma, put your hand out. (laughs) What? Put your hand out. Gonna put my hand out. He's just gonna put a pinch of the fucking so, powder in his hand. Hunter kind of taps Grandpa on the shoulder. He's like, Grandpa, Grandpa, what is it, Hunter? What? Grandpa, we need to move Grandma out of the bedroom. She's been dead for three months. <laughs> the old man laughs. He's gonna laugh. Not anymore, boyo. She never existed. I use my wizardy powers to wipe her from the annals of time. Ah, oh, but anyway, do you do any of you happen to have any meat? What the uh, fuck is happening? Are you? I've got some real hankering for some good old-fashioned meat. And if any of you give me 
even just a scrap of some nice I don't know, jerky or something. I'll give you something nice. I mean, I have rations. Can one of those just be jerky? Yeah, sure. I'll just toss him jerky a thing of rations, I guess, then. Jerky rations. Two pounds, by the way. Uh, so just he jerky. he catches the jerky rations, and at, as the two pounds hit his fingers, you hear all of his bones in his hands crunch and break. He goes, ah! He shakes his uh, hands, and then his fingers fix themselves. He opens it up, shoves two pounds of jerky down his gullet. No, actually, his jaw unhinges and he just pours it down his throat. <laughs> and then he licks his lips and he's like, ah! Ryu um, nods contentedly and Hunter is like, why did you do that? Why? Uh, the old man claps his hands and says, all right! Now! I said... I'd give you something nice. And I'm a man of, oh fuck, of my word. <laughs> so. I'm a man of fuck. <laughs> I mean, I was back in the day before oh, Grandma no, died. Grandpa. Uh, so you get, you get something first. He points at Lucifer. What the fuck is happening? So, um. He, going on. he yeah. summons, reaches out into empty space, and then closes his hand, and then a shield appears in his hand, and he holds it out towards you. There you go! Ooh. Oh, I'm just gonna stand there confused. That is the biggest mindfuck that anybody in this in this world can see. Would you like to, uh, would you like to take the shield? Sure, I'll grab it, like, still out of it. All right, uh, so though that is the shield. The shield that you've just received is the shield of Brakar the Insurmountable. Uh, it has an, it's, a, it's just a regular shield, but its feature is insurmountable. Twice per long rest, you can further increase your AC by 1d4 for five minutes. Man's really ah. just getting a fucking bat, uh, battle maneuver. Um, he then points at Cade. Oh, wait, actually, Lucifer, he also pauses before he, he, he kind of points at Kid, then he points at you again. He's like, you know what? You gave me to me, so you get something extra special. He uh, reaches into the air again and then produces a flagon and hands it to you. The flagon is filled with a rather nice smelling purple liquid. Would you like to drink it? Lean. <laughs> Grandpa. So, so the, dis the description of this item is lean. Lean. You were just oh, wait, you were just given like, lean. No. You don't know what the fuck it is, but it's lean. I didn't even know that was actually who, who got that? Was it Cade? I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. No, no, you got it. Would you like to drink it? I mean Um The old man gives you a side eye and says, you know it's rude not to drink whenever you're given okay, a gift. Okay, I'll drink it, I'll drink it, I'll drink it. Alright, so you drink it and oh, no. you briefly get extremely dizzy. Like, Fuck. absurdly dizzy. I'm gonna fall forwards on my face. Alright, yeah, so you fall over. The old man points at Cade. Would you like something? Uh, it's not gonna be anything that I have to consume, right? As he's gonna look over to Hunter. Oh, he'll be... That. Hunter kind of shrugs. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, I'll... Grandpa, don't give him any of your lean. Okay? Okay? The grandpa goes, oh, I'm fine. He um, 
leans over and stuffs his hand underneath his chair, then pulls out a bag and then throws it at you. The bag clinks as if there are bullets inside. Uh, those are those are what you get. So what Hunter just got are named bullets. Uh, actually, roll 1d6 for me and then multiply the number by four. So you can speak a name or target to these bullets. After they have been named, these rounds crit on a 15 through 20. The named target can be changed. Oh. <laughs> 1d6. Uh, please. Okay, so 1d6 times what? 1d6 times 4. 4. Big fuck. evil okay. guy killed our 5,000. Oh, oh fine. Give me a so 6, good. please. Fuck. It's gonna be so good. Oh, I got a 2. You get wow. 8 named bullets. Shit. Alright, I'll take it. Alright, uh, he spins around in his recliner, then stops and points at Krukugith. Now, would you like something? Yes. Oh. This is the craziest shit ever. All right. Uh, he just yells really loud. Then he claps his hands. All right. Question. I see you have a mace and you had a spear at one point, but then you threw it away and got a gun instead. But then you gave the gun to him. Would you like a spear or a mace? Uh, a spear, I suppose. Okay. He breathes in really hard and then sneezes and the spear appears in his hands. And this is the spear you get. Uh, it's a big spear. It is the Cabber's Bolt. Yes, I've plagiarized. Uh, yeah, you me, two no. times per day when thrown, this bolt explodes forwards as a fiery lance, dealing an addition an additional 2d10 fire damage and giving you advantage on your attack roll. Oh wow. You really did play dress. I did, I'm sorry. Uh... He then claps his hands twice and then points at Dogma. Would you like something? Well, you could do best one, I didn't think so, uh sure, well, let's give it a spin. Hmm. He, uh, he looks at Ryu. Ryu, go get the pottery out of the back. Ryu goes back, comes back, no. and he has a cracked jar. And what you get yeah. is the unbreakable jar fort. It is a helmet. Oh. Uh, the feature is jar resilience. Once per long rest, you can cover yourselves with the shards of the great elder jaw jars, gaining a temporary plus four to AC for the next minute. I take it, look at it, and say, I look to the old man, it's beautiful. Then I put it on my head. The old man claps his hands and then produces a bunch of cups of lean. Would you all like some? Uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, yeah, can I take some? Yeah, you can all take some. Uh, no, Lucifer, you can get up. You, the dizzy feeling has subsided, but your gut is twinging weirdly. Can I, uh... Roll investigation on this? Yeah, sure. Uh, Zal, are you going to drink the lean? Uh, I imagine he's gonna, like, just lift the helmet and then drink it, yeah. Alright, yeah, so you drink the lean. Oh. You start feeling dizzy as well. Krukageth, are you going to drink the lean? Absolutely not. All right. Um, he looks at you disapprovingly, but you, but he doesn't do anything else. Uh, Kay, what you can tell is that it's a mixture of many different drugs. Very nice. 
my stomach Nothing hurts. else? Nothing the else. <laughs> my stomach hurts. Okay. to happen after a funeral. Who the fuck is this guy? So, here's the thing. Would you like to drink the lean, kid? No. Okay. Uh, he's gonna start smoking his cigarette and be like, when I finish this. The old man will nod. He's like, alright, thank you for doing business with me. And, uh, you might want to look over your compatriots in about... He looks at his wrist, which has nothing on it. Ten seconds, they're gonna black out for about two hours. Uh, He's gonna clap what? his hands twice and say, Thanks for doing business with you, with me, and, uh, I will see you someday. He points at you, Cade. I'm keeping my eye on you, boy. And for a second, you recognize the old man that gave you the ace in the hole. And then the house what vanishes. The what? The house vanishes and you're standing in an empty lot. What the fuck just happened? Uh, Kate, now that he recognizes the guy, Kate's like in a panic. Uh, Lucifer and Zal, would you like to make me constitution saves? Sure. Yeah, sure, why not? Alright. <laughs> what the fuck is happening, dude? It's a nine. Alright. Alright, so both of you fail and you both pass out. <laughs> oh, now, yeah, you can fall on your face. Now, you guys are gonna hate me for this. I'm gonna fall on my ass just so I don't You guys are like going to absolutely despise me for this. You better fucking not. But a while ago. Mm-hmm. We had a conversation brought on by a joke, which was, you know, it was a joke. So that drink you just got was laced with a drug called Veerkite, which is a drug with roots in the Fader Mountain cities. The drug is often ingested through edible bricks. Generally, it causes recipients to pass out for about two hours, which what it does is it gender bends you for up to 24 hours uh, with infertile organs. So basically, in two hours, we will have female Lucifer and female Dogma. This is fucking bullshit. Oh, is, it no. te- is that like, com- te- like, is it temporary or just last forever? It's temporary, it's unless you eat a ton of it. Okay. Just confirm. This was just laced, the lean was just laced with it, so it'll only be about a 24 hour shift. Oh my god. Oh, for a day. For a day. It's not like you guys need to go see Novus or anything. Oh, that, was a, that was a moment. <laughs> All right. So, I wake up? Uh, you wake up two hours <laughs> later as a female. Where am I? Uh, I'm assuming that you guys went back to the house. Yeah. Yeah. Croker uh, yes, probably dragged both of you there because you're both. Oh wait, no, Lucifer's tiny. Croker yes, probably dragged Dogman. I took Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you you wake up. Um, the servants are looking at you very strangely, but they were told by Thorn that you were attacked by an evil wizard. So they kind of just let you off the hook. 
Um, the a servant approaches you and says, "Master Lucifer." Kind of uh, shakily holds out a letter. Uh, your sister Nova sent this. I'll snatch it. All right. So as you snatch it, your gra your um your reach is slightly shorter than you remember it being. <laughs> Lucifer is a short stack. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, he's literally Lucy now. Your your balance is also off by a lot. Would you like to look down? You your your voice is also a lot higher than you remember it being. You just feel generally weird. All right, you know what we're gonna say? There is a mirror across the way, and you you happen to glance in the mirror after you fumble reaching for the uh, the letter that Novus sent you, and uh, you you see short stack female Lucifer. Motherfucker. I'll have your head for this. <laughs> Good luck. Well, technically, you no longer have your head. Yeah, you do not have a head. Oh my god. You no longer have your head. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I'll point in the mirror. Uh, Mass, that's you. <laughs> what? It's it's you. Look down. I will. Yeah, it's you. It's definitely you. She kind of just sets the letter beside you and gets out of the room really fast. I will let out the the loudest screech known to mankind. All right, you do so. Uh, wakes up from this. You wake up. Yeah. So your reach is about the same, but your balance is also off. Wait, you tell me I can't be tall, dummy, mommy, dogma? No, you, oh, no. no, you, you are. Your, your balance is off, but your reach is about the same. So you feel just as tall as you were. But uh. <laughs> girl, I say girl. Wait, what? <laughs> like I say girl, I say girl, but then I grab my hand really quickly. Like what did I just say? <laughs> uh, would you like to look in the mirror? Yeah, I quickly go to the mirror. You see, as described. Damn, I'm not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not face at all. Just checking myself out. I'm just checking myself out at the moment. It's simple. Uh, Lucy? I'm a simple creature. What can I say? Lucy, would you like to? Would you like to read the letter? I can wait. I can wait. All right. I can fucking wait. I can wait. I can figure out what the fuck happened to me. Or pressing issues. After. After hearing, did I hear the uh, the the blood curdling scream? You did hear the blood curdling scream. It's gonna just make his way over to Lucy's room. All right, you haven't actually seen Lucy as a girl yet. You haven't seen him since you dumped him on his bed and then just left him. I probably would have dumped him like in a weird ass position. Probably. No, I wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have. Mm. Oh God, I just thought what if i uh, never mind just keep going <laughs> all right so you enter the room to see short stack female lucifer uh angry <laughs> do you know who the fuck did this <laughs> i'll wow. kill you so you really are lucy now <laughs> all right what can i cast what can i fucking cast i'm, I'm gonna cast hold person on him <laughs> <laughs> 
what's the save? Can Crocker do um, Yes, Crocker, get you hear all of this. You sure? One second, let me find the save real quick. I think it's con or is it wisdom? It's wisdom. Should be charisma. Crooked Gift, would you like to intervene? I'll give you um, a picture of what he kind of looks like, except of what it's white hair. Oh, no. Why do you have this prepared? Because we <laughs> had this We've had this conversation before. We had this conversation a while ago. And it's funny, fun fact. Make that, a entire, saving throw. that entire, like, thing with Ryu, the old man, and Hunter, that was just all bullshit made up in a random ass VC. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Ten. Ten. Uh, Ten you, you don't save. You are paralyzed. Cade's paralyzed. He, like, he just freezes while in the middle of laughing. It is just... It opens the door, just looks at Lucifer, looks at Cade. Can I speak? No, your mouth is frozen. You're completely paralyzed. I think you can slower. Like, not slower. You can like talk weirdly, like mumble. Female Lucy. Haha, loser. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sacred flame him. Do not sacred flame him. I put the line at you casting whole person. I will make this permanent. I have the power to do Can that. Can I make another save? Do I, do I make another save? And, uh, uh, Sacred Flame is a bad uh, save. No. But it's automatically fail. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving. Has it been six seconds? It's Has, been, it's been six, six seconds. seconds. 20. Well, as Kate just kind of, kind of uh, hunches over, hand just hands on his knees. <sighs> so, that time of the month, isn't it? I'm gonna fucking kill you. Goof <laughs> <laughs> just slaps his neck, like in the back of his head. Me? <laughs> How yeah. small are my clothes on me? <laughs> Uh, your clothes are much larger than they should be on you. Yeah, I meant larger when I say small. You have gotten at least five inches shorter. Dang, who knew Lucy could get shorter? I am now five foot three. Aw, you're cute. Who knew Lucy could get shorter? <laughs> Wait. Dogma's Kate, gonna walk. Kate's gonna run around. Yeah, Kate's gonna run bolt to where Dogma was. Oh no. Yeah, I'm just in my room looking at myself as he coming, I guess. No, he's gonna start just pounding on the just... <laughs> This was such yeah, a good idea. Yes, may I help you? Kinda busy right now. You know, after after hearing that, Kay's just gonna be like You know what? You can you can stay by yourself. I don't want to see whatever's going on in there. As he's just gonna walk <laughs> away. I open the door and come out. <laughs> uh, You're coming in with me, boy. <laughs> you touch me, and a boy. That is, is not what I was gonna head. do. You fucking perfect. 
<laughs> we have enough of that in Avernus, be quiet. Lady Demetrescu, holy fuck. You... have to see Lucifer. Oh, yes, I sure do. It is that's the funniest the shit ever. Alright, is it only Karoku that's in there? I'm gonna push her out and I'm gonna shut yeah. the door and lock it. Dude. Um... <laughs> is- is Dogma gonna start heading over to Lucy's room? Yeah. Kate's gonna also head over there. And... And I'm assuming by this time, Kuroku Gith got pushed out of his room. Can he even physically push me out of the room? Oh, Jay, yeah, right? Tibby, uh, I forgot to tell you. Tiny. Because you are now so tiny, you take a minus two penalty to strength. <laughs> it's like first edition all over again. God. Well, as, uh, as Dogma is walking over to, uh, you know, the room, Dogma has a, a, a devious idea. Oh, good lord, above. Devious lick. What? What are you gonna, what's your idea? You'll see. <laughs> I uh, love this. I am so happy I did this. When Dogma is going to just, <gasps> I have an idea. She's gonna walk down, run down the stairs as fast as she can, then go out the front door. I like how you're actually you. You said she. Wow. Mm -hmm. I've I've played female characters before. All right. What are you What are you doing, Dogma? So <laughs> from extreme gender dysphoria. What am I doing? What What are you What are you doing? What are you gonna do? I'm going to Jake. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, no. No. Bad um, dogma. What? Bad dogma. No. No. <laughs> Would you like to find Jake? Yes. <laughs> I'm uh, going to the Monster Guild. Keep in mind, this is all recorded, so, uh. I am well aware. I am all above right. the age. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so you enter the Monster Hunters Guild. Person at the desk kind of gives you a once over. He says, "You look oddly familiar. Uh, who are you here for?" Oh, I'm just here looking for Jake. Oh, Is he here? Uh, yeah. Hey, Jake. Got someone here for you. The absolute unit of a Goliath, ten foot tall. Jake Thunderbrand. Thunderbrand. Oh Thunder, God. Thunderbrand. <laughs> oh no, that's like no. straight. No, that's a that's a that's a name. That is a name. Yeah, like my middle name is Danger. <laughs> so, no. Jake fucking Thunderbrand comes out, <laughs> extends his hands. I am Jake. What can I do you for? Hi. I wonder if I could have a conversation with you in private? Oh yeah, sure, come on back. Oh no. Jake has an office here, actually. Fancy. He does. <laughs> so, I'm this actually gives me an opportunity to expound on who Jake is a little bit. So you enter Jake's office, and yep. you see the skulls of a bunch of creatures like, you, you remember the crowned vanguard that you guys were running from? Yeah. Jake has at least three of those mounted on his wall. God damn. Uh, he's also got a couple skulls of some other really infamous, nasty creatures. 
He's got at least Goliath. 20 famine skulls mounted up there. He's got the left arm of a Goliath thorn. That's a badass. Uh, he sits down behind his desk. Motions for you to sit. Alright, so, uh... Speak your mind. Oh, yes. You see, I... I had this terrible thing I saw last night. Oh, did you know? Out in the slums, I believe. I was on a walk. Hold up. Let me do something really quick. <laughs> I don't... He rolls a four, so he has no idea who you are. Let's go. Aw, uh, did you now? <laughs> uh, what'd you see? Oh, well. You see, I saw this four-armed, horrible creature out in the night stalking some group of people. He does the rock eyebrow raise. Oh. <laughs> did you now? I did, and it was a horrible-looking creature up on the rooftops. Do you know where slums. it is? Slums. You know where it is? I, I saw it last night, so I assume it might still be there. <sighs> How far in the city was it again, by the way? Uh, you can remember the way there. It was in maybe the third ring out. Okay. He stands up. Are you... <laughs> God damn it, Cade. Are you combat? He's actually, actually, I'm going to roll him another check. He rolls a 16, that's... He raises his eyebrow like, what the fuck, Dogma, what happened to you? Oh, I'm not Dogma. <laughs> Rock eyebrow raise. Make me a deception. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just won! <laughs> oh my god. Haha, oh, <laughs> my plus one in perception knows no bounds. <laughs> oh what? Wrong. You you rolled one D one D zero. Twelve D zero minus one. My bad, I fucking dumb. I just divided by zero. Alright. Oh one? one? There is no way I can physically lose this. <laughs> I roll a fourteen. He's like yep. Yeah, you're lying. Did you get something laced? Yeah. That's unfortunate. You know, if you're horny, you can just say. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, go. we're just gonna fade to black there. Fade to black, yep. <laughs> oh my god, what the I fuck? hate that that just happened. Oh my. He's bisexual? Where's the gender dysphoria? He expected this. Uh, alright, so, are you, would you- Dogma uh, saw his chance and he was not gonna miss it. Dogma, <laughs> question. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, are you going to want to try and go out with this group to hunt Kaidok? Because they're planning to leave and go hunt him. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Are you going to tell everybody? No. So... You all leave. You get to meet the rest of uh, Jake's party. Jake's party. So there's Jake, who Jake Thunderbrand, who he kind of has. He's kind of like a biker guy complex. He's big. He's kind of terrifying, but he's really chill. He really likes kids, and he volunteers around the Stronghold Orphanage when he's not hunting. 
as I said before, he has a he fights with the big axe. Uh, his party members are Rayleigh, who's a dwarven cleric. She's she's a typical short lady. She's a worshiper of Peer. Uh, Maximoff, who is an elf ranger dude with a rifle. He's got a falcon named Even. He's really a matter of fact. There's Odu, who's Jick's older sister. Uh, she's confident and looking for a husband able to keep up with her. And she's also the party's shield to kind of hide behind. She, She's a uh, spear and shield fighter. There's Kulanku, who the party calls Kulang or Kuku, who's a Zorvlagoth war screamer that can't speak common. Rarely translates for him, though. Uh, so, so what you said, uh, Odu, the, the elder sister of... Of Jick, yeah. Jake? Looking for a husband? Right, I'm gonna wait 12 hours then after this. <laughs> <laughs> so, whenever you um, meet the party, uh, mm -hmm. Kulanku greets you, and actually all of you get to hear what some Zorvlagoth kind of sounds like. Oh no. Now. Uh oh. So, he, he... He says hello to you, he says... <laughs> Rayleigh kind of pauses. She says, uh, he says hello, Dogma M. Kulenku. So, you've received some further intel about mm -hmm. where Kaidok was. So, you go, the area. God damn it, dog. Sorry. The area is an abandoned bit of slums. So you and the party, you just really move slowly into the area, following the... Odu is actually taller than Jick. She's 11 feet tall instead of 10. Um, Odu, you're following her. She's got her big shield up in front of you. And suddenly, from in front of you, a blinding tongue of flame appears, and the silhouette of a four-armed figure is visible for but a brief moment. With a crack that sounds like thunder and another explosion of flame, the figure moves forwards. And you hear these distinct thuds and screeches as Odu's shield is visibly pummeled into nothing but a bent and unusable hunk of steel. She lashes out with her spear, which is then broken in half out of thin air. She turns around and yells at you to run, and then her eyes go wide. And she looks down, and there is a fist just seemingly growing out of her stomach. She coughs up blood and shakily looks at you all before her head is torn off her body. What the fuck? <laughs> so Wait. Rayleigh yells and dashes forwards, and Jake is yelling for people to stop, and she runs forwards to fight an enemy that she can't even see. A flash of flame, blurred shapes, and the thud of fists on flesh are followed by the dead form of Rayleigh falling on the ground with all of her limbs, limbs basically pummeled to dust. So Maximoff is next. He's firing blindly. His rifle is shattered. The metal barrel is then rammed through his skull. Kulang shoves you and Jick away, yelling unintelligibly unintelligibly in Zorvla Gothic. He raises his voice and unleashes a torrent of raw sonic energy. Your ears hurt and then they go silent and you feel something warm and wet falling down from your ear canals. You can feel the sound Kulang is producing and steadily growing more powerful. Jick grabs you and pushes you away, yelling what you can't even hear, tears streaming down his face, taking a last stand alongside his friend. Kulang is hit first. He tanks the first two hits, retaliating to this nigh invisible enemy with his own magic, but he too falls, his carapace cracking and his ribcage and torso just collapsing. And then Jick steps up, Jake steps up to fight. And what you can't even believe is that he is actually fighting it. He is moving faster than you can even see and waving at you to leave. So you 
You, I'm gonna run away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you that? you start running and you watch as Jake man and Jake manages to combat the creature, which seems to fade in and out of reality. It has no head, but three skulls sit atop its shoulders and neck. And out of the lifeless eyes seems to come a raging fury and joy at the thrill of combat. They trade blows until Jick too falls. The creature stops moving, and you get a good look at it. Seven feet tall, a mass of bone and muscle, four arms that end in clawed hands ready to strike with overwhelming force. It looks at you, tilts its head, and dashes towards you. Once, two times, three, five times, you're hit harder than anything has ever hurt, hit you before. You take 30 bludgeoning damage, and you fall unconscious. Oh 30? Jesus. Dude, what the fuck? Has any, any, please tell me other people have seen, like... Please tell me everyone else knows what I'm talking about when I say Attack on Titan. Yeah! yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, I assume I've got something broken now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably a couple ribs. Yeah, you have seven of your ribs are broken. Uh, your left shoulder is dislocated. And your jaw is fractured. Ah. Uh. This thing was not hitting you hard. You could tell. It hit you as softly as it could because it did not perceive you as a threat at all. Mm. Fuck this you. Your consequences have actions. Your consequences have actions. Fuck. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I get it. That I get that. that I was get such that. a good delivery. <laughs> Alright. I bet you feel stupid now. I'm kidding. So yeah, you really wake up. Yep. The creature wake is up. gone. Um, would you like to inspect the dead corpses? Uh, I'm gonna, like, crawl over to Jake and just, like, see what happened to him, I guess. So, all of the bodies have actually been piled up and their arms have been crossed over their chests, almost like the creatures respecting the dead. Um, they've all obviously died of internal trauma, but you do realize that Odu's head has had the skin removed from it. Oh, what the fuck? This is... Yeah, I'm kind of just gonna lick... I'm gonna try and stand up. You can stand, you can walk. It's painful, but you can. And then I'm kind of just gonna, like... Just stand there over the bodies and just cry. So, after about two minutes... A dispatchment of guard comes in. It took them a long time to get here, but they're here at least. They gather. My right arm is like holding onto my left shoulder, trying to keep it in place. Yeah, they kind of try and give you help. They move the bodies away to be cremated, and they ask you where you need to be taken. I, I don't know. I uh, just I need to leave. Is there any place I, that we can get you to? Uh, I could I could go to my friends. I think they're in one of the up uh, inner rings. Noble houses. Yes, I forgot the name of the one that they're with for the moment. Kind of looks you up and down. What's your name? Dogma. You don't quite match the description I was given, but uh, I know where I need to take you. You do? I do. Follow me. 
He takes you back to the Infernum's house. Yep. So, uh, Lucifer, would you have calmed down yet and read the invitation from your sister? Yeah, but I am still, like, covering myself up heavily. I'm, like, covered in, like, a blanket. Alright. So, you get the memo that Dogma is back and is currently being treated by the family doctor because he has been... Well, she now has been beat up. Reportedly by the four-armed creature that your mother told you was named Kaidok. Apparently, your mother is also interrogating her. Um, would I hear about this from a servant, or did I see it? You'd hear about it from a servant who comes in, gives you clothes that you can actually wear. Okay. Out of respect, it's a shirt and trousers. But... I'm <laughs> um, I'm not gonna ask. I'm not gonna ask her how that happened. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna try to figure out more about this Kaidok if I can. Uh, the best way for you to do that would be to go down to your mother. Yeah, I'm guessing I'm gonna go see mother. Yeah, mother's just finished talking to the incredibly injured dogma um she's doing that thing where you like kind of bite your knuckles you know what i'm talking about she looks up at you she's like well you look a bit different i'm assuming you'll well wizard magic i'm sure novas can fix it you just need to go see her anyway i'm assuming you're down here for a reason i've been told that you've been raging mad I think you, I think you can see why. I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm going to show her the assets that I now have, which I'm not happy about. Well, I mean, you don't look bad. I don't like it. I'm a man. This is not a man's body. Obviously, you are no longer a man, at least for temporary amounts of time. I will be a man. Um, who the fuck is this Kaidok, and how did he do that? To Dogma. <laughs> Kaidok is a half demon. So he was born with a mortal, or someone from this plane? His mother was a mortal. His father was an offspring of Alkamoth, a direct descendant, a, his son, actually. Both his mother and father were killed. His father by Algamoth, the king of hell, and his mother by your father. So you're telling me dad knows how to beat the shit out of this four-armed fuck. Your father killed his ailing mortal mother. Oh. I'm assuming that's why he's here. Is for retribution, and probably also to get the sword back. The sword did belong to his grandfather. How do I stop him? You kill him. At least temporarily, without his true name, you can't actually kill him. Do you know where I can find his true name? You'd have to force him to give it to you. I've looked, I've had the Noth do scrying, I've had, we've tried everything. We cannot find his true name anywhere. But nobody's know. 
Maybe? She says she's found a place that might have it. I got a letter from her. Good. So, I should probably read that. Probably. I'll talk to you later. Um, I'll go back to my room. Okay. Uh, and read the letter. So it's just, it's a letter for Novus just saying, hey, I heard you were back in town. Uh, I also heard that you wanted to come see me. So if you want to, you can come over this afternoon or tomorrow or sometime soon and we can talk about it. Hmm, preferably tomorrow. Okay. I'm not uh, giving any of you the relish of seeing woman Lucifer outside. <laughs> That's what you think. You better fucking not. I have DM powers. <laughs> Spooky DM. <laughs> what, 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 what was the thing we called it? Spooky DM. Oh, oh, Spooky DM powers. Or Kirk, Griffin, and Kate, have you been doing anything while this entire fiasco has been occurring? Uh, Kate has been um. What's the word? For kind of like a mix of making fun of, uh, laughing about. I've been messing with Lucy, with Lucy on this entire thing. Oh my. Okay. Um. Like he'll make, he'll do the he'll do those things. Uh, he'll do those things where it's like he'll make those small comments as Lucy walks by. Kirkish. <laughs> Do with mostly uh, raise a little bit, write some letters, and just pulls Kate's uh, ears whenever he says anything. <laughs> All right. So, uh, is there anything you would like to do besides that, or can can we go to her house? Actually, okay. Yeah. Um... Okay, yeah, yeah, go talk to Lucy. So she just knocks on Lucifer's door as soon as he locked it under seven keys. Who is it? It's me. What's your name? Crocodile Gift and Mice. You hear a little bit of a as I walk over and I unlock the door and it takes like five seconds. Shuffling through a little bunch of cheats. Yeah, just a lot of clanging. Uh, the door opens. Yes. Alright, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, I guess it has to be now, even though this unfortunate form. Okay. Sit down. Uh, can I come in? Go ahead. I'll sit down on my. I'll take a chair and I'll sit down. What group sits down and says, Look. Yesterday I exploded a little bit. I said a lot of things. Right? I reflected on it after going to the funeral. And. I know what it's like to have my faith being misrepresented, so I've reconsidered it, and I'm not going to, pardon my word, but demonize you for whatever traditions your family may partake in, okay? 
I didn't know they were gonna do that. Well, yeah, but anyways, just stay safe, and I'll try to judge you a little bit less. Before you go, do you know anything about these? I will show her the uh, the ancient in, uh, infertile on my sword and uh, sheath. I can. I cannot speak infernal. You can make me a religion check. Okay, okay. Uh, or a history have, depends. I don't have very high on either. Of or an arcana. <laughs> that those are all intelligence. I rolled twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. So, even though you don't speak infernal. You do have an understanding of runic formations. The runes on the sheath are obviously attunement runes and resonance runes, which means the sword has, in a sense, attached itself to Lucifer's soul, which you knew. The sword itself has now permanent runes, which the best you can make out based on their arrangement is that the sword requires a bit more than just blood. Sorry. Does it need like spit or some shit? No, it requires something incorporeal that it can take itself. The calm blade. I was thinking. Well, I'm not letting the wind go here. Just, you know. I will judge you last, but still, that is a moon sword that attached it to your soul and will take each time more. Actually, Kirkith, you do remember this from the party. You remember vaguely that when Cleric telling you that the sword had some ability to eat souls. Well, you know, I'll keep an open mind about the soul-devouring blade of hell, I tell you. <laughs> Oh my god, I just remember something. Holy shit, you guys remember when we, when we fought the Flesh Amalgamation? No. No. The figure, well, when we fought it, there was the, if there was a camera, it panned back to the corpse, and then there was something that came towards it. Yeah. That was probably, whatever the fuck his name was, the forearm guy. Still racist, by the way. Um, so if you remember, I'll just remind you, you all remember the test session. The silent creatures you fought that stank. Mm -hmm. That was what the camera panned towards. Ooh. What was that thing gonna do? You can't tell us. Oh, I can't we tell you. We haven't heard of He Who for a while. <laughs> he haven't. Yeah. Just, uh, um, as the day is going by, I am sleeping on this. I will uh, just look at my sword and cut my hand a few times and wipe on it, watch it glow, mesmerize a little bit. That's it. Alright, so I'm assuming that you all are fine with the long rest inbound. Yeah. Yep. Alright, so long rest, uh, the effect Ooh. of the drug wears off. For, for, uh, where's off for Zal? Oh, 
Did I get a fucking higher dose? Uh, it sticks. It sticks around for Lucifer for a while. You start getting a bit panicked after about 26 hours, but 27 hours in, you pass out again for like 30 minutes, and you're back to normal. I still have my drink. It's just like a cracking of bones from beyond my door. Yeah, unholy noises. It's just a smaller body. Precisely. Would you like to go see Novus? Yeah. All right. Oh, I hurt a little bit. So you go, and Novus lives in the third ring, the outskirts of the third ring, where a lot of farming is done. She lives close to the wall, and she has a small cottage with a garden. So you enter her house. You can hear the sound of a fire burning gently, and you enter what it's really. It had the. It really has only three rooms. It's got a kitchen, a living room, and in the bedroom. You enter the living room. You can see candles floating in the air. Um, there are books and strange devices scattered everywhere, and just these random various odds and ends. There are also more than a few books just floating around the ceiling along with the candles. The house itself smells like a library and mint tea. And inside this room is a tall and slender tiefling with light, nearly pink skin. Her long black hair is done up in a braid and she's intently studying a book. She looks up and smiles. Ah, uh, Lucy! Good to see you, brother. Hi, Novus. Don't be so cross. Come, 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 come sit. Comes it. She, she waves her hands, and all of the a bunch of chairs that were previously covered by books are uncovered as all the books move off the chairs and onto bookshelves. Uh, apologies for the mess. I've been a mite frantic recently. Uh, demons in the walls and whatnot. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm assuming that's why you're here. I promise I didn't do anything on purpose if you're looking to arrest somebody. What? On purpose? Well, a, a couple days ago, I was experimenting with the magic fields around Stronghold. I wanted to see if I could imbue them with an element or two, so instead of just pushing things backwards, they could deliver, say, a bolt of lightning into their face. Uh, my plan, it was a brilliant plan, by the way, it worked, but it shorted out the system and the magic barriers were down for about 15 seconds? I panicked and I got them up as fast as possible, but I, I was a bit too late. I, I I saw it come over the walls, Lucifer. It, so you're the reason why it's here. Yeah, what I'm more concerned about, though, is the fact that it got over three walls that are almost 15 miles apart each in 15 seconds. Dude just long jumped, I guess. So I, I know I screwed up, but that doesn't mean it's all over. Before that, though, so anything else you would like to ask me? Actually, yeah, I'll uh, I'll show her. I'll hand my sword to her. Oh, she takes the sword. She kind of snaps her fingers three times, and all of you uh, teacups float over to all of you. Oh, are we all in here. Yeah, you guys are all in here. Oh, I didn't realize that. That was yeah. Just... Uh, quick question. Yeah. How? Uh... How old is Lucy's sister? Lucy's sister oh, is... How old Novus is? I don't think she's that old. Novus is, um... 36. Alright, Kate's gonna pull out a cigarette and he's just gonna start smoking. You better fucking not. She kinda takes it, does a double take to Cade. 
She's like, okay, uh, keep it in your own bubble, though. And you realize that the smoke is stopping almost as if it's trapped inside of a sphere, like there's a sphere around you. Kate's gonna slowly take the cigarette out of his mouth and just, like, specifically blow it, blow the smoke, like, as far away as he can to see if it can leave. It stops and just stays inside of the sphere. He just shrugs and keeps going, keeps keeps doing what he's doing. Thank you. Dogma's gonna take the tea, but after hearing the revelation of uh, how the farm beast got inside, he's kind of just staring at her. She's looking at the sword. She kind of puts her hand down hard. All right. Everyone stand up. Uh, Link hands. It's time for magic. What? what? Link hands. What? Make a daisy chain. Circle. Okay. We do so, I guess? Hold hands. Yeah, yeah everyone holds hands. I uh, don't hold Cades. You have... She stares at you really hard. You have to fucking hold his hands, Lucy. I hold, no, I hold Karokagus and, uh, and Dogmas. That's it. Okay. No, I think I'd, I'd be a little more favorable to touching Lucifer if he was still Lucy. Oh, like, I'm going to kill Novus Lucy. grabs Cade's hand. You can hold my hand then. All right, everyone grab hands. Okay. Make a circle. Should I only grab two of them or... Yeah, you just need two of them. Okay. All right, so she casts Plane Shift. Oh, fuck. So, oh, fuck! You oh, shift planes into what appears to be a massive library. Uh, the shelves stretch absolute miles up, and the ceiling is decorated with what appears to be literal stars. She holds her hand up to her mouth in the universal quiet symbol and says, I don't know what this place is, but it bears similarities to descriptions of Asgaroth's library. I got here. doing in your free time? I got here entirely by accident, like searching for a place of knowledge about a year ago. I haven't seen anyone here yet. I think it might be an archive, but the important thing is that everything is here. And the way that pl this place works, she reaches out and grabs a random book off the shelf. She dusts it off, and you see it has a titled "Notes on the Twisted: The Sword of Algamoth." Whatever you kind of want just falls into your hands. Sometimes, literally, but well, almost whatever you what you want. Dogma's gonna walk over to one of the books. Okay. He's gonna grab one of the books, and I want a book on uh on the creature. So, on the formed creature. You grab the this book out, and what you see instead of a book on Kaidok is a it's uh, a book on War Machines. It, it says the schematics and workings of the Bloodwalkers, ancient Zorvlagoth war machines. That's not what I want. Would you like to try again? Yep. You try again, and this time it is a book on Fader Medicines. Seems that only works for her. Would anyone else like to try? Sure, I'll grab a book. Your book is called The Evolution of Marksmanship Over 2,000 Years. Oh, uh, he's going to just slip that into his bag. You try to slip that into your bag, but it refuses to go. Hey, uh, he, he's just going to kind of lean lean, lean back. In... What, what's Lucy's sister's name? Novus. Novus. He's just going to be like, hey, Novus, uh, can you tell this book to, like, stop? <laughs> I cannot. Hmm. 
You are messing around with powerful forces here, little missy. Well, um, I haven't seen anyone here yet. I'm gonna grab a book too. All right, what would you like? What what book would you like? I would like a book on my family's history. Uh, your book says the history of the Infernums and how they survived what should have been complete genocide. Oh, this is dark. Dogma, would you like to try again to get a book on Kaidok? Not gonna get a book on Kaidok. I'm gonna get a book on, uh... The Armies of Terror. That's what I want. So, the book you get is titled A History of the Armies of Terror and the Evolution of the Forces of Anti-Death. I'm just gonna walk, walk... Is there any, like, seats or anywhere I can just sit down? Yeah, so you can see at the end of this big, long row of bookshelves is a hall with a bunch of desks and some magic lanterns in it. Gonna walk over there, sit down, and just read. Okay. Uh, Kirkagith, would you like to try and find a book? I want to find a book on Sorvlogoth culture and history. Alright. You reach... So, you don't actually have to reach to find a book. A book falls from the ceiling lands in your hands, and it says the histories of the Zorvlagoth War Kingdom. Convenient. I'm gonna, um, grab another book. Okay. And, um, I'm going to look for a book on me. On you? Yeah. Wow. That's like looking yourself up on Google. So, yeah, I know. I want, I want to you know try to look for yourself um you get a cold feeling like someone is staring at you and the book that you grab refuses to shift i'm gonna try harder there is a audible rumbling what the fuck rumbling, rumbling, i'm gonna just uh rumbling, rumbling. so one more time <laughs> uh you take let's see <laughs> Mm. Hope this doesn't kill you. Oh! You take 77 ah. psychic damage. I hope this doesn't kill you. That's what happens when you because, look like Because I don't want this to insta-kill you, you just you, you just drop to one hit point. That doesn't insta-kill me anyways, but... Yeah. Oh, it doesn't? Uh, Alright, well then you take full damage. I, I, I don't want okay. you to drop um, to zero hit points. I do. Okay, well then, we're just gonna drop- we're just gonna drop you to one hit point. Hmm. Cade starts laughing. Um, well, if that's psychic damage? Yes. You don't see anything happen to me. You feel an all-powerful pain inside of your skull, and almost just a- you, for a brief moment, see an incomprehensible entity of green fire and eyes staring at you. Sorry! Fuck! So, Fuck. Novus is out in the hallway, uh, looking at the- looking at the sword, and she calls- she calls out for you. Uh, Lucy! Give me one minute, feels like I just got kicked in the balls so hard. Fuck! Okay, are you gonna go to Novus? You could just spice. Oh, we, we were oh, having by the a way, chat, um, but oh, yeah, well, Kate did yeah. grab, 
did Cade grabbed some lean from the old guy. He'd never used it though. Yeah, I know. You have that lean. And yep. You Are have... you gonna fucking never mind? You have um, the spiked lean. I'm gonna. But before I go over to her, I'm gonna grab another book on the shield that I got from that guy. Uh, the the book is history. called the history of Brakar. Right, the thirteenth pillar that of the order of the back, Titan. By the way, that shield is on my back. By the way, and so, my my uh, the shield is on my left arm. So. Would you like to read the a little bit about Brakar? Uh, yeah, sure. So Brakar was a warforged who was the leader of the thirteenth pillar of the order of the Titan, which was an ancient order of knights that rose in opposition to the tyrannical old Lodia. It is said that Brakar gained his title of insurmountable by holding off an entire legion of old Lodian cavalry by himself with nothing but his shield and his hammer. Can I, uh... Can I try to find out how- does this book say anything about how he- how he got so strong? No. It's merely a history of his life. Can I try to find a book that, um, describes how one of somebody like him, like- like the- the Godslayers, how they get so powerful? Brakar was not a Godslayer. He was a Warforged. Oh. He had the t all the time in the world, then. Yeah, he had been around for a while. That makes sense. With age. It says he was killed uh, while fighting the armies, actually. Shortly we after the founding of New Lodia. Hmm. It also gives you the place where he was buried. Which it is said oh. that he is buried um, actually in the, in, New, in the city of New Lodia. And you can find his grave in the throne room, uh, directly uh, in the ceiling, actually, right above the throne. Fuck, I can't get to that. I so, mean, could. Uh, would you like to now go to Novus? Yeah, I'm, I'm walking over, like, really slowly, like a snail's pace while reading this book. She's, she looks at you, she's like, oh, wow, you did something wrong, didn't you? My nuts are in my brain and they got hit. She's, she's like, well, you know, it confirms it. Uh, this sword is demon magic galore. So as you've probably heard it before, sword has a resonance with your soul. It's behaving as an extension of your soul. Uh, it's imbued with raw aggression and anger. Um, so it's it's like you're on the edge of basically being consumed by the sword here. And there's one thing holding you back from the edge. Uh, I'm unsure if Mother made the correct decision crowding you, because this could have some adverse effects. Some that I can't even fathom. As she said... Um, maybe? I don't know. So, as she, as she says this, there is that rumble again. And all of you are struck with absolute and utter terror as you look up. And you see something indescribable that feels as if its very presence is tearing your minds apart. And somehow you feel... Huh? I'm back, dude. Asgoroth got here. Uh, not Asgoroth, <laughs> but you feel like this... 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 <laughs> this being of green fire and eyes... Uh, looks at you and then speaks... Oh dear. 
It appears a warding glyph has been missed again. Can't have mortals digging through my lord's collections, apologies. A lot of copies of the things you have sent down to you after removing your memories of this wouldn't want your minds melting. Although faithful of Asgroth, I will allow you to remember that in your past you have encountered his high angel Darieth. Know that even if you are misguided at times, the Elder God of Time approves of your work in Ilvicta. And the creature which you now all recognize as the High Angel of Asgaroth, Darieth, nod, he, at least you think he nods at Dogma. Uh, so you all suddenly find yourselves back in Nofus's cottage and you all cottage and you feel like something happened, but you don't know what. Yeah, you all have your book. All you remember yeah. is is sitting in this room over tea, discussing what exactly Lucy is going through and what happened to his sword and him. Uh, Novus will pick up a bunch of books that look strangely familiar and they all appear brand new, kind of handing them out and speaking. So the sword has developed resonance, it's been bound to your soul. Theoretically, you could say it's been attuned to you without you attuning to it. E.g. it's currently a parasitic relationship instead of a symbiotic relationship. As far as what's holding you back, I don't know. And if, like I said, if, if whatever it was that is keeping you sane is taken away, then you could just become a full-on demonic force here and now. So, yeah. What happens if I attune to it? I don't know. Is it affecting my way of thinking? No, I don't think it has the power to do that. Do I have all my hit points restored since you just saw a fucking high angel? Uh, yes, you do. Yeah. Also, if any of you have any sanity, insanity, uh, you remove all your insanity points. Ooh. Cool. I don't have any insanity. But I do have inspiration, I forgot about that. Yeah, you do have an inspiration. So here's the issue. Uh, we got through everything I have planned. Okay. Oh. We can riff. I can riff. All right. Um, oh, let's hear that sick riff. Sorry. I have no idea. It's only been two hours. Uh, yeah. We. Uh, shit. All right. Well, I can. I can improv. I need to improve my oh, improv anyway. So, uh. I'm gonna be reading my book, actually. I wanna read my book. What's in it? So, the book is a history yeah. of how the armies of terror started, and it details the first the fathers of terror. And the fathers of terror. You can hmm? read and talk. Uh, I, I can't, actually. The fathers of terror are said to be. Um. I, I need to remember my own history. I'll show you. No one actually. Okay. Even Asgaroth, who uh, is this book was written by a uh, historian named Goroth, apparently. But Dogma, mm -hmm. you actually do remember that at some point you have seen the angel as the angel Darius. Mm. So that's something that you do remember. No one else remembers this though. Yeah, but it details that no one actually knows where the fathers of terror came from. But the three fathers of terror originally coexisted with Elvicta, and it wasn't until about a thousand years into it until the um, until they started building their army. Why they started building their army or their motives behind it were unknown, but they created beings of extreme power known as Offspring of Terror and began trying to eradicate life from Elvicta. 
the population of Ilvicta gathered together and collectively, with the help of the God Slayers, force the Fathers of Terror and their armies into the Northern Wastes, which has been contained by the combined efforts of New Lodia, the Zorvlagoth War Kingdom, Dwarvish Empire, Fader, Baliskin, and Miskin. Hmm. Gonna pocket the book or put the box in the put the book in my bag. It does there are some disturbing details about how a mortal can become an offspring. Gotta read that part. So it what says that if it says that the fathers of terror, above all else, value true strength. And if someone proves to the fathers of terror by fighting their way to the center of the wastes that they are a truly strong individual the fathers will give them the choice of becoming an offspring hmm. i'm sorry why do i hear boss music <laughs> <laughs> Is this foreshadowing? What? 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 Let me change the music. Justice. Justice. <laughs> Justice for Jake. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. Is anyone else reading their books or like anything else you yeah, guys yeah, would like? Kate, wanna... Kate's reading this book. Your book? is the history of marksmanship over 200 years or 2000 yeah, years that's, that's as much as i expected <laughs> <laughs> it details how marksmanship has evolved it has some general tics, tips and tricks a lot of which you already know but it also describes the process of making specialized bullets to an extent in my bag now you no you you have it it's your book Oh, oh, fuck, all right. So, if you would like to devote, I don't know, at least two long rests studying this, you will gain the ability to make one of four types of specialized bullets, which I will limit to about one per long rest because I don't want you to make, like, a hundred of these. Fair enough. That sounds good. Hey, uh, Armon? Mm-hmm. Can you with Zero prep. Give me a detailed and accurate description of Zorvalga uh, culture, history, and customs. You know what? Let me pull up my timeline really quick. <laughs> really quick. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Ilvicta. Ilvicta. Let me go to my timeline. So the Zorvalgothian War Nation was started in the year 600 when War King Mar of the Zorvlagothian nation was first elected. He was elected by the Zorvlagoth who had recently coagulated into a solid nation in the northern reaches of Ilvicta. About 270 years later, the old Lodian Empire, under the guidance of Damien the Warlike, Basically, they sacked the Zorvlagothian capital of Ishnok Zur, killing Working Ma and effectively making the Zorvlagoth a slave species. Um, 329 years later, the Zorvlagoth rebelled hard 
a overthrew old Lodia and basically raised the entire nation to the ground. Followed up shortly, uh, War King Moloch was elected. The Zorvagothian War Empire, the War Kingdom, then kind of expanded and formed itself back into what it was before. The Zorvagoth War Kingdom is pretty militaristic and simple in its lifestyle. They are similar in their way of living, at least in the comforts they have, to the Spartans of Greece, but they aren't afraid to become comfortable. The Zorvagoth War Empire values strength, but they also value intelligence. Which means that they've been able to stick around because not only do they have strong warriors, but they have smart generals. Their uh, ru rulership system is a constitutional monarchy where a king is elected out of serving generals by a board made of serving generals. Um, Customs-wise, you know that there is compulsory military service, but service in the military is seen as such a high honor that it is never an issue. And that the day Zorvlagoth goes off to join the military whenever they come of age is always a big celebration for their family because they are going to serve their country. Anything else you'd like to know? I am satisfied. Can I read on the history of my family? Can you give me a detailed description of how they came to become so powerful in the merchant um, uh, ways and how they fell and then they rebuild? So, your family has been around for a long time. The first mention comes around in the year 550 where they were a minor trading house. Now, the weird thing is, is that they grew exponentially quickly through what the historian that wrote this book describes as unethical and frankly disgusting practices of cheating and manipulation. Expected. Uh, he then describes how whenever the Lodian revolt occurred and the Zorvlagoth and Beast King combined raised the entire of old Lodia to the ground, the Infernums were one of the few houses to actually survive. They then continued into the rise of new Lodia through legitimate and less disgusting means this time and some unnatural luck became very successful traders. They were apparently the first house to open up a trade route with the Zorvlagoth War Kingdom and one of the first to exploit uh, Fader Magitek in their trading routes. The book um, suggests that demonic intervention was probably the reason why they weren't killed. And it also details the history of them descending from the King of Hell. What's that part about? Does it say anything about that? It simply details how 
you know, tieflings are descended from, they have infernal blood. And it mentions that the reason they probably survived was probably because Algamoth was looking out for them. Because the Infernum family, as far as this historian knows, and this historian seems to be strangely knowledgeable about literally everything, the Infernum family is the direct bloodline from Algamoth, and thus is the only safeguard of hell in case Algamoth is killed. I mean, not Algamoth, sorry, Gigash, King of Hell. I got my demonic lords mixed up. Um, what's the other book that I have? I have one on the field guy. I already read that. Brakar the Insurmountable, yes. Um, did she give me the, the, the book on my sword? Uh, she doesn't actually have a book on your sword. She has a book on ancient infernal runic symbols. I thought she took one out that said uh, Algmoth's Twisted Blade. Oh yeah, she did. You're right. She does have she has a book on notes of it. Which it's weird because this book is like half damaged. Half of the book is unreadable. I'll I'll cast mending on it. Nothing happens. I can't. You need both parts of the book. Ah oh, shit. Um. All right. I'll try to read what I can. See if there's things that she didn't tell me. It's all stuff that she told you. While, while doing this, I'm just going to try to, um... You said that it was a parasitic relationship, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to try to make it, um, a symbiotic relationship. Would you like to attune like to your sword? I'm going to try to do it where I don't turn into a mindless monster. I mean, she said, uh, as far as you know, the only way you turn into a mindless monster is if this quote-unquote one thing that's holding you back is removed from the equation. Alright, I'll this... try to attune to it then. Yeah, you can attune to your sword. You said it whispered to me when it when it when it gets activated, yeah. It does, it whispers. So you attune to your blade. This comes with a mechanical change. So this may be a benefit or a demerit, but I am removing the three to six hit point for a five hit point um demerit. For every five hit points you subtract, you can add a minute onto the plus two. You have no limit, though. So whenever you get a lot of hit points, you could sacrifice 50 hit points and gain 25 minutes of... I think my math is right. Gain 25 minutes of plus two. So it's a 5 to 1 conversion ratio now. Alright. Nothing else really happens. Alright, would you guys like to do anything? Would you like to go see someone feed uh, Lucifer's alcohol addiction? He hasn't had a drink in a bit. I'm gonna I did miss the bar fight. Oh. I'm gonna um. You know what? Actually, do I know where that uh, where that uh, that annoying drow went? That annoying drow. <laughs> that one, huh? Annoying. Mm -hmm. The annoying drow. Mm -hmm. You haven't heard anything about the annoying drow. I thought I was told where she went. She you were, went out somewhere. You were told where she went. She went on a south wall patrol to clear the base, but she should have technically been back by now. Mm 
I'll go to the. It was the Hunter's Guild, right? Yeah. I'll go to the Hunter's Guild then. Alright. The dude at the desk looks up. Oh, hello. You again. Oh. One uh, second. I gotta do something. Dogma. Uh, are, you, are you all following him? Or. Uh, I'm not. Okay. I'm gonna do my own thing. Alright. Kate? Well, uh, sure. Alright, uh, Krupkis? You know what? If Cade and Lucifer are going to some place, I gotta go there to babysit them. <laughs> Alright. No. <laughs> so Tibby's gone, but I have an idea. I'm still here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Alright. Yo, Cade, you want to audition and go talk to your sister? <laughs> Let's go talk to his sister. Alright. No, 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 no. I want to go. I don't want to talk to his sister. You wanna... If I talk to his sister like that, I'm not playing Kate how Kate should be played. Yeah, he's in love with Jessica. Alright, would you like to speak to this man at the desk? Yeah. Alright. Uh, hello. Do you know where... Her name is Tumeka Geiter. Do I know that? Yes, you do know. He told you before. Do you know where... Tumeka is? Tumeka? Uh, she should have been back a day ago. Neither her nor her party have reported back in. Oh. I got a feeling I know what happened. I don't Do know. Do you know where they would have stayed if they did get back? My best guess? Uh, one second. Uh, my best guess is the Lightning's Breath Tavern, down in the fourth ring. Okay. That's a cool name for a tavern. Fourth ring, that's a long ways away. They went out I'll to the seventh. I'll go to the fourth ring then. Alright, you guys like to go to the fourth, to the Lightning's Breath Tavern? That sounds like a dope-ass tavern, and I yeah, did mention I a bar fight earlier, so yeah. I don't want to get drunk. So, you, uh, uh, actually, Z, what do you want to do? What are you doing? I want to just, like, walk around the streets for a little while. All right. You know, kind of just explore the world, like, or, you know, explore Stronghold. Stronghold is a pretty secure city. People here, at least in the inner three rings, live pretty normal lives. Tensions are a bit high because people have heard that something got inside the walls, but people are confident in the armies of New Lodia, as they should be, to take care of things. Yeah. So, uh, if that's all, um, so you- Hold on, I'll- Yeah, no, go ahead. You three enter the tavern. Okay, the first thing you see is Zik and Valkal are actually in the tavern, having a drink. Oh. He'll make his way over there. Zick nods here. Mr. Valentino! <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing around here? Taking a break. So, Zick is. I mean, not Zick. Valka has removed his apron. Uh, you see the gun that he. that you noticed, I think, last session. Which. biggest pistol you have ever seen. Big iron always, It. 300 Magnum, ain't it? If 
is 500 magnum existed that would be but i think when i think 500 i think i misspoke i think it is 500. um have you ever seen a 50 browning machine gun round no but a 500 magnum does exist i i i do know what a 500 uh it's bigger than a 500 magnum Oh fuck, oh shit, okay. And it looks like it is semi-automatic to an extent. Oh, what the fuck? I'm sick. So Valkal notices you looking at the gun, he smiles, he takes it out, sets it on the table. This is Io. So... Nice. You have been carrying that around this entire time and you've taken interest in my gun. Well... <laughs> I like history. I mean, I wouldn't. I, guess, I wouldn't want your gun. I built I O myself. I wouldn't give her up for anything. You know, that's an experience that I kind of wish I had. I kind of just found this one years back as he pulls out as he pulls out uh, his original gun. This one's just been by my side since the beginning. Mm, you get attached to a weapon after a while. You sure do. I, uh, just obviously lying. Took on some security guards at a noble's, noble's place a few days ago because they wanted to take this from me. I'm going to look at him like, what the fuck? Uh, Valkal is going to kind of glare at you, Lucifer, and then say, All right, apparently you don't know the first rule of hunting. Is bounty hunting. If your colleagues are telling you something that's obviously fake, you don't give a fuck and you enjoy the story anyway. What? Uh, Kate's gonna turn to him and be like, "Oh, don't don't mind him. He probably still has a few. Uh, I guess you could say uh, issues that came with an event that happened to him yesterday." I'm going to look yes. at him, and I'm going to give him, I'm going to fucking kill you eyes. Valkal's going to, Valkal's going to kind of lean back. He's going to like, you know what? I saw the most attractive little tiefling yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Walking through the infernum uh, front yard. What did she look like? Vaguely like your friend over there, actually. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go over to the... What is it called? The counter? The, yeah, the bar. Give me five shots. Give me fucking five shots now, please. Uh, and what? <laughs> of what? Absorb the goth shit. Um, I don't carry that. Strongest thing you have, then. He, he, they, the, the half elf at the bar just was like, you know what? I, this, this isn't my job. Let me, let me go get Baron. Walks back into the kitchen. A uh, a dwarf comes out. Hi, I'm I'm Baron. Ah, uh, what can I get you? Five shots of the strongest thing you have. All right. Please. He reaches under the counter, pulls out a jug that is labeled with an X. Produces five shot glasses. 
and pours a clear liquor into all of them from the jug like bolt with an X and then sets them all in front of you. There you go. That'll be five silver. I toss him all of it. I give him, actually no, I just give him one gold. Thank you. Kindly. Um, I chug all of them in quick succession. Make me a constitution save. Ah, <laughs> uh, one. Can I order four Ooh, shots over here to this table too? One for all of us. Yeah. Actually, wait, no, five because Krokergith is there. Isn't Krokergith Kroker one with us? Yes. Um, five shots. Um, do I have advantage on this? No. Oh. Okay. Um. Plus what is my thing? It's plus three, I think. I'm making this difficult. Oh yeah, you <laughs> fail. You're dead ass drunk. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> um. You're, uh, yeah, you're fucked, dude. Falcal's now cleaning his weapon, and Zick is, uh, I don't know, what is it? Zick is currently on his fifth mug of ale. I, uh, while really nothing's going on at the table, Kay's gonna be like, you know what, I think we should really relax. I'm gonna go get us some drinks, as he's gonna head over to the bar, and he's gonna order five drinks. Alright. Uh, says, oh, if you're treating, I'll have a double. Stuff that I like that much. <sighs> Bartender. <laughs> okay, uh, make one of them a double. And. Yep. You get the drinks for. Uh, I think that's six silver. <sighs> He'll just put a gold on the table. Thank you kindly. Cade is going Hi. to. On the way back to the table gonna take uh, some of that lean that he has <laughs> and he's just gonna put a, a, a small amount in one of the drinks uh you know Aramon yes or no yes he's gonna put a, a small amount inside of that double too Woo! let's go you Evil bastard. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So Lucifer, Just like, nothing, no dangerous amount, and then he's gonna call Lucifer over to have a drink. Hmm. Is that liquor? It is indeed liquor. We got a shot. We got a shot for everyone. Mm, I will take the one, whichever one, and I will chug. Cade's gonna give him the one, the 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 single, with the so lean in it. You feel a vaguely familiar dizzy sensation, but it's very short. And then he's gonna give Kuroker gift the double. That was strong. Stronger than I had. Yeah. Absolutely dulls it all at once. In case gonna drink his own drink. Kuroker gift, you also feel like that was incredibly strong. It's like, not a roofie, it's a prank. Even you felt that. <laughs> it's just a prank, bro. It's, it's a not prank. a roofie, it's a prank. <laughs> this is what you weaklings feel with normal drinks. Kate, yeah, Kate, just uh, after his drink, he's like, just not affected by it. Um, I mean, you did get a double. Maybe. Maybe some people are just built different. Haha, <laughs> I love my jokes. Mm, not gonna I need another one. Bartender. <laughs> Bartender. As Bartender. Kate's just gonna look down mm. to his non existent uh, 
watch and start counting the seconds. 30 seconds just pass. Uh, I need. Uh, Krukerkith and Lucifer make he's the like, constitution like, saves. What the fuck is his name? He's like. I know. He's like Kira. Like Kyoshi Kagekit. Uh, I rolled 19. Alright, uh, Lucifer? Uh, on what? Constitution save. Make a con save. Both of you <laughs> fail, you both pass out. He's, he's like Kira, content counting the second. Just, uh, yep, exactly. And he's... Do, do... The t either of the other two have any reaction to both of them passing out nearly at the same time? Zick laughs, he's like, ah, lightweight. I will say while sleeping, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was a small amount, just give him a few and they should wake up. Spick and span. Valkal kind of looks strangely at Krukith. He's like, strange. Zorblagath aren't affected really by alcohol. He's going to give you a side eye. What did you do? I just gave us a whole day's worth of entertainment. His eyebrows are going to raise and he's going to kind of smile, take out a cigar and light it. Oh, really? Harmless, nothing. It's, it's gonna be. If anyone's gonna get hurt, it's gonna be us. We're gonna be laughing too hard. Zick stands. Well, you boys have your fun. If I don't get back soon, Bloodhound's gonna kill me. See you around. As I'll call Cage, a nod to the captain. Like a quick salute. Kind of like you know, you guys seen uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Uh, he does the thing that kind of Jack Sparrow does when he sees the hanging pirate when he first enters. Yeah. That kind of salute. Velcro nods to the captain, and I'm assuming you just kind of stay and wait. Yep. So the Lightning's Breath Tavern is pretty empty. It's really only used by hunters passing back and forth. But after about two hours pass, um, the un godly cracking noises did cause Baron to come over once but after you told him what was going on he really just laughed and then left y'all to it uh Kirkegeth has grown at least a foot taller and could probably lift all of you at once now fuck including dogma and Lucifer is back God to where damn. he was and you both wake back up Kate's still just feet up on the still table drunk? smoking a cigarette. Yeah, you're still drunk. Valkal is smiling at you. Bartender. Bartender. Hey. Does, uh... Uh, is going to roll something really quick. Oh, no! <laughs> no, bro! <laughs> I'm sorry, I had this in my notes. This wasn't supposed to happen after he waited an entire day. <laughs> I expected this, but I hoped I never had to use this, but I apparently do. Oh no. Oh no! Um, what have I done? <laughs> so, our dear friend Valkal smiles at female Lucifer, and with a natural 20 in a persuasion, he says, Hello, little lady. Hi. Do you have more alcohol? Oh no. I might be able to get you some. 
Nice. Can I have it, please? Yeah. He walks over, gets you some alcohol, brings it back. Natural 20 is still in effect. Bill Cosby moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kate uh, may have done this, but he will take responsibility and make sure nothing happens. Don't worry, I'm not, he's not he actually- recognizes how fucked this is. He's not actually gonna do anything. I'm not, I'm not that- I am not that far down. Uh, Kate, Kate, as Kate, or as- your Kate's gonna kind of walk up to him and be like, just keep in mind that was a guy. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I'm not gonna do anything. Krikorgith, though, I'm impressed. As Kate hasn't even look, really looked at Krokergith, he just takes a glance at Krokergith. So Krokergith used to be a bit smaller in stature. The main difference between female and male Zorvlagoth is the fact that male Zorvlagoth are built more like brick walls. While females do have a more feminine shape. So, you know, yeah, like I said, she's grown at least a foot taller. She looks like she could lift, well, really he now. Looks like he could lift all of you now, Dogma included. And, um, it's probably gonna be pretty angry. Goof so, gets up. Buff, powerful, and pissed off. Oh no, <laughs> in with the cave. Just like, puts two hands on his shoulder, lifts him up, and says, Little man, you have made a great mistake. Uh, uh, uh what are you doing? Before, I don't know what you're talking about. Before you do anything, Vakal stands up. I'ma just say this was half my idea. I encouraged this, so uh No, we didn't do anything. As he's just gonna try to Okay, if he reaches over, can he cover his mouth? Yes. Or his Okay. He's just gonna cover his mouth. You we grab his anything. snout and keep it shut. Valkal hey. Bartender. Baron comes over. Baron comes over. Yeah? Do you know where... Um, what's her name? Tumika. Do you know where Tumika is? Lucy, you already asked that. Uh, Tumi? I saw her... Eh... Three days ago. Hmm... Going out towards the wall. Party never came back. Oh, that's unfortunate. Hmm. I'm be honest. Be honest, Miss, she's probably dead. Mm. Can you just go on here? Fuck's sake. Huh? You have more B O O Z E booze. I ain't not giving you any more. I have a policy. Please. Nah. No. <laughs> you get a number of drinks based on your height. And your height just get, went down by a good five inches? I mean... You know what? I'm gonna shut up now. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kate's just gonna look at Kroger and be like, Give me a second. He's gonna just kind of tilt his head over. Hey, Lucy. Mm, my name's Lucifer, dickhead. Check again. I think your name's Lucy. He's gonna... Is he's gonna nod, nod down? <laughs> what are we nodding at? Did we make a deal or something? Look down. Definitely made a deal. I look at the floor. 
Can uh, he see the floor? You're no, you cannot see the floor. Oh. Hey, uh, yes. This is an enemy. Just get it out. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> does this place have any windows? It does. <laughs> but this screaming of get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to speed this game a little bit. Uh, All right. Yes, thaumaturgy to make one of the windows just boom open. Just slam open, and I want to throw him out the window. Alright! <laughs> can, can, wait, 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 can Kate hold on to his arm? Yes. Uh, actually, make me a dex. Make me a dex save. Now, technically, he'll restrain by me holding him. Uh, you're grabbing his shoulders. And you never Sorry. technically restrained him, but... Uh, an 11. Oh, wait, wrong chat. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's an 11. It's an 11? Uh, you fail. Fuck. You are yeeted out the window directly <laughs> into a hunter party, which consists of three Zorvlagoth, who all look down at you, look up, see the absolutely massive Kurokagith, and start laughing, which sounds like, you know, bug chirping. One of them pats you hey. on. One of them pats you on the head and says, with his rune of common speech, "Funny little man, what did you do?" He's just gonna point at the window. That used to be a girl. As just gonna just stand up, put his head into the window. Fuck! I really want to yell. No, he's just gonna stand up and hop back into the window. The uh, guess how much slim is shutting his face. <laughs> yes. Okay. Diamond back walks back into this chaos. Yeah, sure. Could you? Very sad, very depressed. Diamond walks in. I guess. <laughs> Seeing all of this. Uh yeah, Cade, you take uh, where's my T four? Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> As you this take is happening, I'm going to, three uh, bludgeoning damage out. from the window. Can I try to like? Is is there just a bottle of booze on one of the tables here? No, Baron is very organized. Mm, how about just uh, a shot? No. Right. Baron is I'm very walk organized. Side and go looking for the party in my drunken state. You get catcalled by one of the Zorvlagoth. Fuck you! I'll fuck your mom. And she's a milk. Oh no. My mother, uh, I don't think you'd want to do that. I'll do no. it. He's just not gonna get punched for that. You know what? I don't think you want to do that. Another Zorvlagoth appears from in front of you. Eight foot tall absolute unit. Based by the paint tattoos on his arms, you can assume that he's some type of monk. Tilts his head at you. And says, You know, we're all brothers. And then he punches you hard in the gut. Make a constitution save! Oh! Um, oh my god. Can Cade walk back in? You fail! You are stunned! Oof. 
Uh, let me. Where's my D6? Here it is. Here, can I? Can Cade walk back in and go over to Croak again? Oh, he's quick? not in the bar. You take six well, yeah, we'll damage. The front door. Lucy is like on the random street. Yeah, oh, Lucy's out in the street, uh, currently being encroached upon by four males or Vlagoth. Oh my god. Alright, Cade's gonna Dogmark. run over. Dog okay, Dog um. Yeah. I don't even have stat sheets for these guys. Well, then gonna... Kate's gonna run over and try to de-escalate this the situation. I'm gonna. Is this? Um. Nah. I'm gonna bring out the holy symbol of. Vages. Is it? Is it Vages? It's Vages. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Let me check. Yeah, and I'm going to. Uh, Use my channel divinity to, to cast Abjure Enemy. Okay. Um, the guy who hit me, um, you need to roll a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom? All right. Sure. Mm. That is a natural twenty. Fucking show me it. You want a picture? Yeah, show me a picture. All right. No, but turn your camera on. Can Cade run over there and try to? How okay, so this holy symbol, are you just like holding it up? Yeah. Uh he's just gonna kind of go over there and push it down. I already cast it. Well yeah, but after that he's just gonna kind of be like, uh uh sorry, fellas, he's she is uh drunk. Uh, she didn't mean anything she said gonna tilt his head at least make her uh, apologize his he, he is, is, is speed is halved for one minute i rolled a natural 20. yeah he, his speed is still halved for one minute i uh, all right i honestly don't care about that because my speed lucy. is still equal to yours i found a stat sheet for him lucy can you just say sorry and we get this no zarma walked out seeing that you know lucy was you know about to get jumped. Uh, the monk is going to kind of crack his knuckles and then say, Small man, please stand aside. I will not kill him or her. I will not kill her. Are you sure? You know what? He's just gonna take take a step aside. All right, so the monk is going to uh, try to grapple you. Can I? He's gonna try and grapple um, Lucifer. Does he or when does he walk away from the other two? The other three actually the are other three. The are he uh, Lucifer ran into the other three and they are now coming towards you. So when I stepped aside and he walked past me, did they all walk with him? Uh, they're behind you. But is he separated from them? Yes. <sighs> Fuck, I'm, I'm about to do something stupid. Can I draw my gun and just put it to the back of him? 
draw my other like with my right hand to the back of him and with my left hand draw the other I'm not gonna point it at the other group I'm gonna keep it down so they can see it I can't let you touch her and can I roll intimidation ah uh, sure do I oppose an intimidation roll uh yes it would be a charisma save okay It's a 20. Modified. Fuck. Alright, question is, do I use my inspiration on this? Yeah. No. Do I? I feel like yeah. I owe it to Tibby. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have advantage since he doesn't see what I'm what I'm holding up to, up to him? Uh... Shh, no. Fuck. 19. 19. He turns... Well, he clicks a couple times. Looks at you. Oh, I won't get beat up. I can tell you that. All right. Let's see here. What are we going to do? We could say he respects my, uh, my attempt and we all have a happy, merry day. Does a 30 hit your AC? Oh, my God. Uh, no. Damn. How much damage do I take? You take 19 bludgeoning damage. Oh fuck, I'm not gonna win this. Nope. What does he do? <laughs> he, uh, his lower two arms, well, one of his lower arms, uh, just plants itself firmly into the center of your chest, and you hear an audible crack as a couple of your ribs buckle. Ooh, uh, I'm drawing the sword. I'm drawing the golden sword. <laughs> That's not good. So no. as you draw the golden sword, um, you hear a yell from behind you. Okay. As one of the other Zorvlagoth pulls out a sword, slams it against the ground, and it also is imbued with golden light. And you can see a mark of Asgaroth on his armor. Let's see who's more faithful here. I'm gonna, gonna swing at him. I was still gonna try to de-escalate more, but I guess we're fighting. All right. Uh, yeah. Do I hear them fighting? Yes. Dude, we're right uh, behind I was, you. I was still walking away. Yeah, but all of this what? happened within like a second or two. Okay. I'm gonna pull out my sword and cut my hand on it. Oh, fuck. Aren't you drunk <laughs> out of your mind? Right I now? am. I'm having to pull young. stat sheets from Pinterest and revamp, like, reskin them. Jeez. We could always just try to say, ha 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 ha, let's not make a scene. Would it be meta gamey for me to intervene in this? Uh, does an 18 hit? Um. Yes. Okay. Should we roll initiative? Kirkagith, what did you want to do? He asked if it would be meta gaming for me to intervene since it's a little bit far away. I so mean, you out. can hear it. One, two, three. I do 11 damage and then I'm gonna do my thing with the golden light. Alright. Golden boy. Uh, okay. It's like a DE. I rolled D6, right? Yeah, D6. Alright, cool. 
Would you all roll me initiative? Yeah. He takes 16 damage, you said? Yeah. Alright. Alright, alright. Okay, 19. Four. Wow. Oh boy. Let me. Um, this is the most cobbled together combat I've ever well, faced. Sense. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. 170 minus 16, 154. Alright, let me really quickly put these guys' healths down. Alright, he rolls a 10 with a natural one. Man almost has a 30. A god stat in dexterity. Alright, so this guy is going to roll... He rolls another one with a five. I'm so glad I don't have to keep track of your guys' hells, too. I mean, you could if you wanted to. I do not want to. Do not make me do that, please. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to make you do it. That's all up to you. I, uh, we can keep track of our own. All right, that's a natural 20. Fuck. Uh-oh. That's a 22. Shit. And lastly... Ah, uh, the Riftwalker. A nine. An Eleven. Uh, I have a question about the adventurers in the Adventures Guild. Yeah. How well do they know each other? Like, how well does everyone kind of know each other? Yeah, everyone would know each other. Gotcha. Alright, so the first person to go is the man with the glowing sword. Uh, he's going to move towards Dogma. Yep. Uh, I need you to make a sanity save. That's wisdom, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Because I forgot to make- oh, fuck it, I still forgot to do that, I'm sorry. It's alright. Wait, is it plus or minus, actually? Plus. Okay. Twelve. Twelve? Yep. You fail. Uh, you have disadvantage on your next turn and gain 20 points of insanity. Jesus Christ. Uh, let me double check what the demerit for that is. Holy fuck. So we are so doing the 20. You fail. remove Bullshit. your modifier. If you have a wisdom modifier, you remove your modifier. Okay, from sanity checks. Yeah, from sanity checks. All right. Uh, so, so, um, jeez, Louise, I need you to make me a Constitution saving throw as he moves towards you. Alrighty then. As his aura of Asgaroth kicks in. Oh nope, seven. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that fails. Let me just. I'm gonna roll this in bots. Oh fuck. We're not gonna have a TPK. I have a plan to get us out of this. You take ten celestial damage and you become afraid. Uh, he is going to call storm. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Three saves in one turn. Damn. This is his action. It's a 12, you oh. fail, you're going to take full damage here. 
Oh god. You take 35 lightning damage. And that was three runs. Alright. Oh my god. That is the end of his turn. I'm on the ground bloodied, I guess. Uh, Hunter, it's your turn. Alright. He's gonna. with. He's. You guys have seen Infinite. Uh, I don't know, the, one of the Avengers movies, Star-Lord's like, Alright, everybody, chill the F out. Our friend Lucy over there has been drinking heavily lately because his drow girlfriend from the Adventurers Guild went on a quest and hasn't come back yet. Everyone is distressed right now. Talking about Tumika? Yes! Yes! No one has seen her from what we've seen in two days and everyone's on edge monk's gonna kind of signal the other two are gonna stand down the um uh the other acolyte of asgroth who just knocked you down by calling down lightning from the sky he's gonna walk over to you dogma and help you up uh he's gonna give you a greater healing potion okay. so first healing potion oh my god i know uh, roll 40, 44 plus 4, and you regain that. Okay. Unless you don't want to drink it right Yeah, unless you don't want to drink it right now. In which no, case... I'm drinking it right now. I'll help you oh, out. Oh, wait, do you do that one rule where it's like you can use a bonus action to drink it, and you hit, and you roll to heal, or you can use an action to drink it, and you heal max? Yes. Yeah, I heal, I heal, I heal 16. 16, yeah. Yeah, alright. That is how it works, yes, because... Yeah. Check it. So the, the monk, glowing, monk's gonna the monk's gonna kind of stand down. Tumika's dead. Kate's gonna just... Her party had died from internal trauma. Uh, in, internal trauma, <laughs> you say? They've been pummeled to death. <sighs> so they found it too, huh? I suppose so. That. Bitch, I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. Little baby bitch back motherfucker. I'm just gonna mumble to myself while swinging my sword in the air. Oh, okay, thank you for averting combat. Ah, I'm, so, I'm just so happy everyone knew each other. Ah, <laughs> oh, I was using two statues from Pinterest and two that I made myself. I was so scared. Alright. Okay, he's just gonna kind of. He's gonna. Put his guns away. Kind of holding his stomach now that his ribs are broken. Monk's gonna give you a. He's gonna dig inside of his bag of holding and pull out a greater healing potion and give that to you. I take that. You know, I'm not gonna drink this right now. It's just a couple ribs, but I appreciate it. <sighs> I'll, I'll run up to him and I will punch him in the gut and I will lay on hands him. Right where his ribs are broken. <laughs> his ri I deserve that. Um, how many point hit points did you lose? Uh, I believe it was 17. Eight, 19? It was 19. It was 19. Okay, I'll just heal you 19. I mean, can you heal me more? He could heal you for 20. But that's about his max. I'll heal him for 20. Because I did take damage from the window. Cave. Really hard, by the way. Like, as hard as I can punch into your ribs. You guys want to talk about that? 
about what? I'm sorry. Her and her party being dead. I feel like we should probably tell Lucy after. The Thunderbrand is dead as well, and that's concerning. He was one of the top hunters in the guild. Top five. Yeah. Do you guys have any idea what, what to do? What we I know do who the it? fuck did it, and I'm gonna rip off his dick wait, and use yeah. it as a world wait, bird and smack him in the head. Who killed- wait, did- did Dogma ever tell us who this? No, I didn't. Who the f- who can do this? We don't know. I know. I- I know who- I- I, I just say it, the forearm freak. Mother told me. Mama told me. The demon? Yeah, or something like that. It was- Shit. In the several hog. What is he called? I, his name. I don't remember. His I wasn't. Name is Kaidok. He is often called the Blinding Fire within the Armies of Terror. Kaidok, that motherfucker. Never heard of him, but if he can kill the Thunderbrand and Tumica within the span of two days, I'm concerned. Sure, Tumica's party wasn't as well optimized as some others. We're currently number six on the roster. I guess we've been bumped up to five now that Jake is dead. Shit. Dogmish is gonna stand up and walk off. Very much still holding onto his sword. He's just walking any anywhere he can. He's just avoiding this. <sighs> well, this goddamn sword would be more useful. I'll shake it around. So one of the Zorblagoth is gonna come up to you. Uh, this one is kind of lightly clad. He's got a bunch of necklaces around his neck. Looks at the sword. Magic. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna grab at the sword. Yeah, hands off, buckaroo. That's I'll slash okay. his arm. Uh, no, don't fucking do that. We have more stuff to be concerned about than each other's equipment. He starts speaking in Zorvlagoth to you. He starts speaking in Zorvlagoth to you and pointing it. Alright, uh, he punches you in the face. I'll dodge. Can I dodge? You cannot dodge. Uh... Uh, I never got your name. He's gonna say to the monk. My name? I never got your name. My name is Walking Talk. Well, can you stop your friend from hitting my friend? He's gonna yell. Please. Hey! Uwak! The lightly clad Zorvlagoth with all the necklaces is gonna stop, turn around, yell back, and they're going to yell at each other in Zorvlagoth for like 15 seconds. The one whose name is Uwak is going to stop trying to grab the sword. Uh, while King Talk is going to, um, motion, Uwak is a, uh, mage, a scholar. Ironically, he's the only person here that doesn't have a rune of common speech. He's trying to make one himself, it's not going very well. Is that why he sounded like a freak when he said magic? You know, he could, he could probably get it done a lot faster if he could communicate with other people on what he's- Uwok starts doing sign language. 
Oh shit, you're throwing up gang signs. What's up, man? <laughs> Uwok's gonna tilt his head. Then he's gonna he's gonna like wave his hand at uh well, Kang Talk, who's gonna sigh, take off his rune of common speech, and hand it to Uwok. Alright. Listen. Short one. You. One that was drugged. Do not Asshole, disrespect yeah. me, I will send you to the ninth ring of hell. I'm from there, motherfucker. Try me. Oh, I'm sure you'd enjoy it. Alright, give me the sword. Give. No. Let me look at it. Fine, hold it dearly. I'll try to, like, stab him in the hand, but be discreet about it. He just grabs it. He holds it unsheathed because his he's covered in chitin. He doesn't need to worry about cutting his hands. He stares at it. Yeah. Looks at you. Looks at the sword again. Scratches it with one of his claws. Huh. Weird. Sword hates you. Gives you back the sword. Bitch. <laughs> That's all I can do. He gives the rune back to Walking Talk. Um. Walking Talk. The size is like, well, we should probably go back to the guild. Sorry for the combat. I'm. We care about our mother. Uh, yeah, I. I'm sure you do. Uh, I go I to blame speak. you. Don't just. Honestly, I. With everything that's going on, you might want to start raising alert. Will do. I will. I apologize for how I... Lucy's acting. I. Um, I'll shoot. Uh, I'll give him hell later when he's not drunk. All right. So they leave. Something funny happens. Guess what? What? I'm done DMing the session. Sorry. Um, all of you go to level six. Congrats. So, uh, if you guys are fine with it, I think that's where we're going to end it. I have one thing that I want to do. Okay. Um, what is so that? I think we're going we're, we're to go back to uh, Miami Place, right? Right? I don't know. We're all going to... I'm, I'm just going to say that. If okay. we get back to uh, my place... Um, during the night in my room, I'm going to uh, grab my sword. Okay. And I'm going to try to try to feed it the most that I've ever fed it. How many oh, hit points do you want to sacrifice? I will sacrifice 55. <laughs> All right. It's Dude, a ratio okay. of five one. So it just that's up what, 26 so. minutes. Uh, you've got a plus two weapon for 26 minutes. Mm. Wow. That's it. Okay. We can wake up and there's this blood fooling uh, out of, like, under this first door. A bunch of servants trying to clean it up. So, uh, is that where we're gonna end it? Yeah, I assume. Alright, so uh, thank you for listening to this absolute clusterfuck of events. Wow. A lot of dark shit happened. Yeah, I, next session we're gonna have some combat and maybe we can finally satisfy Tibby's bloodlust. Jeez. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you all get to level 6. Oh yeah.
And uh, right. yeah, goodbye, people on the internet. Adios. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. Ooh, okay. Hello, welcome to the technical difficulties show. <laughs> welcome to uh, Temple of Sorrows, session four, technical difficulties. That's the name of the episode. He's gonna be talking and he's not gonna realize he's not in the call. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. That's dogma for you. You know, eventually this will work. Eventually. Eventually. One, one day. One day. I got my dogs. Let's go to. All right. Uh, well, so what do we do now? We're just waiting. Uh, I mean, we don't technically need him for this part. Oh. oh, well, he's back either way. He's unnecessary. Hi, I'm on my phone now because my iPad shut itself. Anyway, oh, okay. Hello. Can you hear us? Oh, oh, mute it, mute it, mute it! Ah! Okay, it's muted. Oh. It's muted. I'm good. Oh I'm good. I'm good. Oh, God, do not disturb. All right. Uh, this went down so fast. We can finally oh, okay. start this! Oh, <laughs> Is he gone again? Yes, he's back. Oh. Welcome back for the third time. Yeah, Alright, fuck up. Thank you. Alright, so. Technology so much. I'm finally gonna start.